पर Solo, yet again, Mr. Westfall, MIA, still, hope he's okay, I see him uh, liking stuff on IG, so I know he's alive, maybe he'll return to tech sometime, but in the meantime, plenty of golf to talk about, and might I add, again, another week, we'll be talking about the golden god himself, Dustin Johnson. Ugh. But uh, before we break off into all that, Silverado's uh, cracking this week. Um, if you're unaware, California is still on fire. Out here in the greater Bay Area, we've uh, and now moving up the coast into Oregon and whatnot is a, a nice orange, orange fog layer, if you will, that sits on top of us. Probably uh, a lot of people's stuff that has burned, uh, raining down on us. It really, really sucks. And uh, it's it's changed a lot of things uh, for a lot of people out here uh, these past couple weeks. Um, freak heat, heat storm, if you will. Um, a heat wave came through. Some lightning came through the same day and sparked a bunch of fires. Uh, the favorite mountain biking trails are gone. The whole nine. Um so yeah, we're making do. Sports is still going, uh, as of t- sports and COVID still going. Among that as well, uh, Giants and Padres canceled their game today due to a positive COVID test in the San Francisco Giants camp. So uh, that's not good. They also say goodbye to Pablo Sandoval this week, the panda. So you know, like I said, the world the world keeps turning. Nothing you can do. Sports still continues. Shout out to uh, Roy McElroy and his beautiful family. Uh, they welcomed in a beautiful baby. And uh, that's great news for them. I loved some of the, the quotes I was reading you know, from him. I'll, I'll be playing, but if I get that call, I'm out. Got to respect uh, both sides of the spectrum there. Uh, straight professional, but also a family man when he needs to be. That's great, man. Great for them. Uh, DJ. DJ. Oh, real quick. Some un- kind of unfortunate news, uh, too, at the same time. There's a lot of news in, in golf, and of course I was prepared, and now I'm not. But um, shout out to uh, to John fucking Daly. Uh, released this week that he has uh, got the bladder cancer, and... Man, what a what a blow! But uh, the mighty daily man, he he keeps kicking on. I think he was quoted as saying, uh, I'm, "I'm not scared to die, and uh, I'm gonna fight this stuff. And I've always been the one to beat the odds, and I'm not gonna stop fighting now." So shout out to him and his camp, his son, who's a fabulous up and coming player as well, and the whole daily camp. Um, we're we're all rooting for you here. That's for absolutely sure. Uh, 
man, I got a picture of you up on my wall, getting champagne dunked on him, the whole nine. Love Mr. Daly. So unfortunate, but still some positive sides to that, you know. Uh, Daly's the man, and he's, he, you know, not going to give it up, get up without a fight. So, uh, yeah, man. Within all that, and last week, uh, fucking DJ, man, the $15 million man. My guy, the kickstand, the third leg, the silhouette, the gazelle, golden god. The Stride, Thunder Trow, you name it. Back on top, world number one, FedEx champion. 15 million fucking dollars. Fuck yeah. Hashtag three stripe. And there's no Nike swoosh in front of me or standing next to me to tell me different. You know what? Tell you straight up, this whole show, whole show, all sponsored by three stripe. No check marks here to, to tear this tear this wall down today. Shit, and you know, and what what a great story for for DJ. I mean, periodically you get these bursts from him, though. You will see a burst from DJ, and you know, let's see how how big this run lasts. But man, you're building up a lot of momentum, a lot of momentum. Sky's the limit now, baby. Uh, you know, some habits have been kicked. I think he's more focused than ever. The perfect practice putting mat seems to be working wonderfully for him. Shout out to them. We got one at the office. Awesome putting mat. Uh, yeah, jeez, dude. Just a killer right now on the greens. Loving the small little medium-sized mallet he's using right now. Uh, if you watched him in the beginning of the season till now, which is now the beginning of the season again, um, but when this all picked up mid-season, uh, as with everybody, you know, there's a lot, a lot of rhythm uh, stuff going on. But DJ was one of the ones that was kind of suffering from that. A lot of uh, a lot of rush shots. Um, you know, I don't know. Misjudged a few things here and there. Maybe didn't um, have his you know, his calculations correct, or maybe even his yardages were off with his clubs. But really to, man, really bringing it around this, this last stretch, I I have him as a favorite in my book for the U S open. I don't know um, what the odds are, odds are right now, but um, you know, great to see this guy just keep going. And there's been so much controversy and behind him. And he's kind of the, the dumb, dumb of of the golf world, if you will. Um, not being rude i just can't help stop what comes out of my mouth sometimes but like i said before some of the quotes this guy has are freaking great you know um and you can say dumb dumb you can say doesn't talk much but the guy's a freaking sharpshooter man you know and um you kind of you get both personalities um whether he's on the the course or not so that that's what's cool right like well for me um, being a humongous DJ fan, but not, not a whole lot to say. He handles his business on the course, you know, talks to talk and walks the walk if he is talking, but then you get those sweet gems. Like the great one. I think I brought up last, last week his last win was, a uh, I don't know. I, I get confused out there. I didn't think much about it. You know, it's just, some of those are just classic, just classic and all the past stuff. I don't, I don't want to bring up again, you know? But, um, dude, him and Austin, man, 
Killing it. Killing it. FedEx Cup, Adidas, NetJets, Body Armor, TaylorMade. I mean, this guy, to me, this for me, this guy's always been the face of TaylorMade and Adidas. So, man, I just I could I couldn't be happier. And uh, I'm excited for uh for the next couple weeks with this guy, man. And shout out to Paulina and her wardrobe department. Same dress as last time, different color. Got to respect it. What is the deal with that? I can't call it. It kind of bugs me. Um, it shouldn't, but she wears the same type of dress every time. The sock, the sock dress. I don't know. It's really weird. Uh, luckily, the cameramen have finally learned and, um, you know, stop filming from certain angles. But again, not their fault. You know, they're just doing their job. Got to climb the steps now and again. And if whoever else was wondering if Paulina and DJ were still a thing, I guess they are because there she was. Um, if you're into that stuff, but yeah, um, man, I could go on all day with this guy, dude. I'm so pumped. Uh, Jack the bear, giving him some, some words of encouragement. Um, man, Eastlake, Eastlake looked great. It looked like it was freaking playing just so tough. Oh my God. So tough. And, uh, you know, the king, the king again. So enough about the, uh, silhouette. Um, back to matters at hand, dude. We're back in, uh, what was it? Silver, Silverado, Napa, California. If you guys didn't see, um, was it Monday? They were doing practice rounds and it was in the straight friggin' orange dust clouds, man. It, it, was, it was pretty crazy. Like, you know, I, I was obviously at work and driving home or whatever, but, um, just to even be around it was hard enough. I couldn't imagine being out there playing in it. Um, I don't know how close or not close uh, uh, Silverado is any fires right now. Um, and in case you did forget, a couple years ago, uh, Silverado fire itself um, right after a tournament, I think two or three seasons ago. So, oof. but nonetheless, they're cracking. They're out there. Harry Higgs is... Uh, He's on his way, man. If he keeps this up, dude, he's going to be a name. Um, I don't know too much about uh, Harry Higgs. He could fade away. It's it's what, day day two? Who knows? Uh, a lot could happen. But he looks like the average uh, golfer we're used to seeing. You know, just a, a humble cat. Um, not really, uh, looks like really worried about the gym too much. Um, solid, solid player. Solid player. But had an albatross end the day. And, um, hey, man, hopefully he brings it home. Fucking tailor-made guy. I can't be happy for him. Uh, but let's see if he can bring it home the home stretch, you know. Oh, look at this guy. He's a stud, dude. Stud. Those got to be doctor's khakis. I mean, it doesn't look like he probably has a whole lot of sponsors. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, dude, 28-year-old. He's, uh, he's sitting at 10 under. Shot a 62 today. Two shots off the lead of Sam Burns. Um, yeah, I guess he took it uh, with the uh, Albatross on 18. Took it 230 yards, bounced a couple times, and rolled it straight in. So great way to end the day. Great way to keep yourself on the board. Uh, a lot of notables out there still. Um, you know, the Steels and, and whatnot. They're typically normal guests at uh, Silverado for the beginning of the season. <clears throat> and a lot of guys take the safe way open off too so it's really hit or miss but uh 
I guess good to see him going. I don't know. I guess it's good for guys like Higgs and other players really trying to make a name for themselves. You know, Higgs, what, 28, still young. Uh, man, what a great, what a great, what a great round, dude. That's cool, man. On the Golf World or Golf Digest, uh, they ask, uh, will, he be, will he be about to go mainstream? Definitely a character. Uh, threw his club, got super excited. Uh, it's freaking awesome. That's just great. Uh, man, Wingfoot's coming up. Big Wingfoot U.S. Open. I can't believe the U.S. Open's coming up next, and then all of a sudden uh, we have the Masters in November. It's pretty crazy. November's going to be a crazy month. Producer Phil and my lady share the same birthday day, uh, November 2nd. Producer Phil turns uh, the big 4-0, so should be something nice, some golf, some fishing, hopefully all lined up. But uh, Wingfoot, man, uh, I guess somebody bet, was it, 40 grand on Mickelson to win the U.S. Open? The payout, I guess, would be pretty hefty. I wonder what those odds are because I took the 9-1 to odds on Phil uh, at the U.S. Open for uh, Pebble Beach. As you all know, I've bitched about it several times. 9-1 to odds. Terrible odds to take, but uh, anywho, somebody dropped down forty-five grand at a Southern Nevada sports book. Oh, wow, this is interesting too. Said the wager represents the second largest liability for an individual golf wager in the history of William Hill, U.S. I don't know what the William Hill thing is, but the odds for Mickelson to win are 75-1. to If I'm reading this correctly, which I am, the potential payout is $3.3 million. Well, those are hell of odds. I wish I had 45 grand to lay down. I, I don't know, man, as we know. Mickelson doesn't really have the uh, the greatest luck at the old winged foot. But um, in other news too, Nanny Noonan, in case anybody uh, isn't familiar with him, that's Michael O'Keefe. He played uh, Danny Noonan in Caddyshack. I didn't keep, keep too much close to this story, but um, I guess there was some sort of uh, giveaway or... Maybe he said he wanted to to caddy at a uh, for the um, for the for the U.S. Open or what have you. So um, let's see here. He'll be hitting the bag for Danny Balin, 38 year old head pro from Fresh Meadow Country Club. So it'll be the first U.S. Open for both guys. Uh, not somewhat of a Cinderella story yet, I guess, as they say. But we'll see. Um, it's pretty cool. I guess uh, Keith started everything with uh, a piece to the golf.com begging any player in the field to hire him as a caddy. Uh, O'Keefe, if you didn't know, is a big golfer. I mentioned before, uh, dealt with some neck injuries later on, so he doesn't get to golf as much. Still a big lover of the game of golf. Um, I've seen him in a bunch of shows too. I believe he was in Ozarks first. Like, not Ozarks, I think it was... Sneaky Pete or something like that. Oh, I can't remember off the top of my head, but he's been in a, bu- a couple uh, couple shows here and there that, uh, that I was surprised to see him in and I happened to enjoy uh, to begin with anyway. But yeah, this is cool. So good for him. That's going to be some good, uh, you know, some good uh, advertisement for the, for the U.S. Open, especially in these times too. You know, freaking weird COVID times, sports, football just started. Um... 
yeah, it's just it's a it's a trip. It's a trip. But this hopefully uh, gets gets some things going. Um, I guess he's only gonna do. Oh wow! I didn't. I guess I should read things more thoroughly next time. But uh, looks like he's only gonna do the practice rounds. I guess his uh, his caddy's on fraternity leave, so um, it's not gonna be too crazy. I guess. Oh, that sucks. Well, that's cool though. Great for them. Great story. And again, I hope it does actually um, generate some publicity for for both parties and um, for the U.S. Open itself. Uh, we need something to root for, I think. I don't know. How about y'all? I hope everyone's been golfing. I, I've been getting out there. I played the other day. I actually tried to play the other day with uh, with my boss. We tried to sneak out on a Friday, Labor Day weekend. Hell a dumb idea. The fuck were we thinking? But uh, we tried. We uh, got up onto the tee box and realized it was going to take for freaking ever, and we still had shit to do. So we bugged out, man. Got some vouchers, and hopefully I didn't lose those so I can cash those in. I tend to win uh, free rounds and vouchers and lose them. <laughs> but with that, played a great round there the other day uh, before Friday. Uh, it's a small course. It's, uh, we've mentioned it before, Deep Cliff. It's a par 60. Great practice track. You can pull out your driver a couple times. and Tricky ass. Tricky course. Shot at eight over. Um Again, par sixty, not not too crazy. It's a it's a very generous course, if you will. So um, I know it well. I've golfed there a long time. So even shooting a sixty eight for me is, I'm just like eh, whatever. Only because I've done it and I want to shoot lower than that because I feel it's a course that I can, um, you know, and everyone should feel that they should be shooting, you know, par there, better, you know, two over. So we'll see. I don't know. My time, uh, the time will come. Uh, I've been playing pretty great. I explained to everybody the COVID times for me and my golf game. It's been pleasant. I love it. Love where my head's at right now. Uh, but yeah, it, it, great day. I uh, played with some good cats. This guy, uh, Eric, we exchanged numbers. We might, we might bump into each other again. And I'll wait for Ryan to get here, but there's a great story that ties in to Eric and a gentleman we've mentioned in our show before that lives at Boulder Creek Golf Club. Um, I got to talking to the gentleman about I was actually supposed to play there, and then the fires came, the lightning storm. Uh, it was just crazy, and we bumped into this topic, and we, I don't know, he knows somebody that we know, but we'll get into that story next time when when Ryan's here. It's pretty great. But it does this does segue into my next little topic, and um, it got me really thinking um, it's, you know, COVID related times and we've talked about the post and shout out to, um, I think it was Josh and Aaron I played with as well. Shout out to them. They got a, a tournament coming or a little buddies tournament coming. I think they're already out there they're playing Apple mountain and a couple other spots. I told them I'd give them a shout out. Uh, hopefully they're enjoying the show. Uh, they were, sound like they were pretty pumped to check it out. Told them to check it out on the road while they're driving. Uh, just some regular guys like us, like I says, uh, like I said, um, and kind of envious they're going on a trip and i'm not but uh we get it to we get it we did get to chopping it up and um they actually they get the assist for this topic it was pretty amazing but we got to talking about hole in ones um at this particular course they have the um the cups up so you're actually just kind of tinking it off the wall which i don't particularly care for so we got to talking about, you know, the arguments. And again, this all has been talking on the show and I was referencing, referencing the show, but 
uh, we got we brought up a lot of good, interesting topics about that um, particular thing, and it was nice to get some feedback from you know other players out there. And they were saying that they had a incident with a hole in one. Um, did it hit it? Did it not? They were too far away. They couldn't give it to their buddy. There was a big, it was a big thing, um, which is understandable. We went through a similar thing a couple times already, and that was just over a bogey, thirty foot bogue, Tim. And um, so I brought up the, the the next thing, which was getting a getting a hole in one in COVID times, and if and especially if a place you're playing has like the pipes or the or the um, the noodles or the or the cups coming straight out where you have to you just basically bank it off the wall you know uh and, and, and put it into theory too like how crazy is it you know you get a hole in one at a par 60 or a hole in one on a, on a nine hole does that count you know sometimes i often wonder about that or, or do people even think that like does it count i mean i know a hole in one counts but do you would you rather have a hole in one playing nine hole or a hole in one playing eighteen? Me personally, I'd rather have a hole in one playing eighteen. Just makes more sense. It's a full it's a full round, full score. So I was initially kind of like, I don't give a shit. Give me that. Give me that hole in one. You know what I mean? A lot of times hole in ones are freakish anyway. Sometimes there's some that go off. I mean, I didn't get a hole in one, but one time I hit a freaking ball off a house at Boulder Creek, and then it bounced off, rolled down, and almost went in the hole. You know what I mean? A lot of them are like that. A lot of them are freak incidences. And I think in general it is. And we kind of brought up that like you would almost literally have to bounce it and hole it to actually have it be considered like a real hole in one. And those odds are even fucking greater than getting a hole in one, I would imagine. So it, it brought up you know, that underlying topic again. <clears throat> Could you accept the award? You know, that, that place, Deep Cliff, they give out, um, you know, a little, a little plaque and you probably put it in the Sunnyvale newspaper or some shit that you got a hole in one. <clears throat> At least that's how they used to do it. Um, they still have the little um, placard thing in the back. Um, so it is an option. I know that. But anyway, does it count? Could you live with that? Is that an asterisk next to you, your game? Your 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 hole in one? I, I bet you our buddies. I know my buddies and probably your guys' buddies would would probably fuck with you and tell you that wasn't a hole in one. Never count. You know, there's a podcast I listen to. Um, shout out to them. They're huge though, so they don't need any more love. But one of the guys gets made fun of all the time because he got a hole in one on a par four out in fucking Scotland or some shit, and. Um, yeah, his friends give him crap all day. They weren't there. Hole one on a par four? Are you kidding me? So again, <clears throat> bringing it back, you know, I, I, and it's actually been troubling me for the past couple of days. I haven't stopped thinking about it, um, gearing up for this show. What you know? What do you do? So without Ryan here, I'm not going to dwell on it too much. Uh, I kind of want to just get in and out today, just mainly a check in and make sure everyone's doing all right because it's crazy times. But I would like to bounce that off of him and, and hear some feedback. And anybody that follows us on Twitter or Instagram or, or Facebook, you know, uh, maybe respond. I'll re-ask the question there maybe. But 
was, it was great, great topic to bring up. Again, those guys get the assist with that one. And uh, what a great day, great, great day of golf that day. And just to be able to play and even talk about this is, is awesome in itself. <clears throat> but yeah, man, wouldn't that be weird? And in a lot of places too, like a lot of the nicer courses I've happened to play, like they have, you know, an indentation or a, or a noodle or something that's pretty low down that if something did happen, it would go in. I actually hold out um, a birdie on a par four at, was it a par four? It might've been a par five. Yeah, because I hold out for birdie. It was my third shot in. Anyway, didn't really get a hold of it that well. Um, I believe I mentioned on the last show, but because it had the the lip there, at least it went in. Um, the other guy I was with could see it. And even if it had lipped out, at least I knew that it had actually gone in the hole because you could go in the hole and still lip out. It doesn't matter. So I don't know, man. I don't know if I could do it, if I could deal with it, or could I? Now I'm contradicting myself. Contradicting myself. Oh, man, yeah, the, the part of me again just wants to be like, yeah, fuck it. You know, because golf will slap you around, man. Golf, golf, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't care about your feelings. It really doesn't. You could be smashing the ball all day and it'll still give you a, a triple or a quad if you wanted one bad enough <laughs> at the end of the day. Or if you let, let yourself really come unglued, I don't know. Uh, but, dude, you know, hole one, dude. COVID times. Oh, God, what a crapshoot. I don't know. But yeah, interesting time in deeds. Sports. I can't believe sports is on. This is crazy. But like I said, the world turns. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. Well, I hope Phil wins. Or uh, Phil wins, yeah, Wingfoot. So that guy uh, wins at 3.3. Wouldn't that be good? Uh, uh, other news, uh, man, Brooks Kepka bowing out, not playing the, the open, guess he's a little injured. Sucks for him. Man, it's so crazy. Oh, next week's U.S. Open. Not in June. So weird. Wow. But anywho, folks, again, just wanted to check in. Uh, I do, we do have some things lined up. I have some interviews coming, so I'm going to have some nice little mashups of the show, uh, which will be really cool. I have some, actually a, a big name kind of hopefully lined up. I don't want to talk about it too much. And some other things in the works, just in case, uh, you know, Mr. Westfall doesn't join me. I'm telling you, it's, it's lonely. But it's also lonely on the top if you want to rock and roll. That's what we doing, baby. Rock and roll. So, yeah, I guess we can get out of here. I can't wait to watch some more golf this week. Uh, I'll check in on Monday with y'all uh, with some uh, Safeway Open news. And, uh, yeah, dude, this is, this is great. It, again, weird. Miss Ryan. But, but uh, I don't know. The show's got to go on, I guess. And with that, shout out to the sponsors, Anchor.fm. That's what we do. You should too. Thanks again, everybody. I really appreciate all the love through these crazy times. Everybody keep your freaking head up. Keep your head on a swivel. Hopefully this is only temporary. 
uh, yeah, man, just be kind to everybody. Everyone's stressed out. To all you out there on the course, still thriving, you know the deal, baby. Head down. Good vibes.